the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 15 The horse leech hath two daughters, crying, Give, give! There are three things that are never satisfied. Yea, four things say not, It is enough. Hear the words of God in Solomon again. The horse leech hath two daughters, crying, Give, give. There are three things that are never satisfied. Yea, four things say not, it is enough. Leeches, or bloodsuckers, can teach you wisdom. Leeches are never content or satisfied. They always want more. No matter what is given, it is never enough. Leeches will gladly suck the lifeblood out of a host. How content and satisfied are you? Or are you a leech? Proverbs can be dark sayings. As Solomon wrote in Proverbs chapter 1 and verse 6, they are often not plain, as Jesus taught in John 16. Proverbs are to make you think, to enjoy interpreting them correctly, and to remember the lesson. The inspired prophet Agur, in this chapter of Proverbs, used a creative metaphor to teach an important lesson. God created leeches, or bloodsuckers, and he can perfectly apply their most unique trait to your life. Why is it common to call discontent or greedy people leeches, or bloodsuckers? Because that is what God called them in the Bible. Agur wrote these words at least 3,000 years ago, and the Bible has carried this lesson to most languages and nations. Lady Wisdom's offer of wisdom is very available to men. Will you learn it? You know the lesson of this proverb by its words and context. Its words introduce four things in life that are never satisfied or content. Four things that always want more. Its context, that is the next verse, lists those four things. The grave, a barren womb, dry ground, and fire. You can easily know the lesson of this proverb is about things that are never content, never full, never pacified, and never satiated. What is a horse leech? It is a blood-sucking leech. It is an aquatic sucking worm, larger than common leeches, and it fastens on the tongues and nostrils of horses when they drink stagnant water from marshes or pools in the Middle East. Just think of it. Some of them can store blood of their victims up to five times their body mass. When fully tanked, they finally fall off their host. God and Agur are not teaching veterinary science here, so you know they are introducing never satisfied, always wanting more, and never content persons and things. Agur is starting one of his lists of four things which occupy much of this chapter. The bloodsucker is a great introduction, for men still use it to describe insatiable and discontent people. What are the two daughters? They are more things or people of the same character or nature, which the Bible indicates by references to children. The two in this proverb means no more than does the three, though Hagar actually plans a list of four. Unless the noun or context requires its importance, the number 
in a setting like this is quite irrelevant. This obscure proverb teaches a powerful rule for your life. Here is fabulous wisdom from God. If you learn this lesson, you can be happy and thankful from today forward. You can avoid the world's advertising traps. You can keep yourself from many sins. You can rise above the world's rich and famous, and you can be satisfied with life day and night. Contentment is a choice and a command. It is a choice to trust God that you have what He wants you to have and to be thankful for it. He commands it because He wants you happy with His plan for you. No one can take contentment from you once you choose it, and it has nothing to do with your circumstances because it is a chosen mindset. Hear Paul's instruction to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 6. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Hear those precious words again. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Do you want great gain in your life? You can achieve it right now, this very minute. Choose to be content with your height, your parents, your job, your spouse, your looks, your nation of birth, your children, what's in your refrigerator, your car, and so forth. Be content with everything in your life. It is a choice. Contentment is learned behavior. It is a mindset that you choose and then work at making a habit. Paul learned to be, to be content himself no matter what situation or circumstances he was in. He describes this in Philippians chapter 4. Instead of wishing you had a different house, make the house you have the most happy and pleasant home you can. Instead of wishing you had a different spouse, love the one you have. Covetousness is the opposite of contentment. It desires what you do not have so much that it upsets your heart and mind and or leads to considering sin to get those things you do not have. The sins of greed and lust will never let you be happy because they make you think about things you do not have to the hatred of things you do have that could make you happy if you chose to let them. A man fantasizing of sex with his neighbor or porn models he looks at is a masochistic fool. He cannot have the women of his lusts, they would not have him either, so he is perpetually frustrated. This causes dislike and irritation with the woman God gave him, who is more than enough to satisfy him if he would but choose to love and invest in her. Your sinful nature from Adam covets and lusts for everything you do not have so that you lose enjoying what you do have. Sin is quite the terrible thing, isn't it? Young children rip into one present after another, hardly grasping what they received, only asking, what's next? Advertising and mass marketing is designed to inflame those lusts, and peer pressure in school only adds to it. Your flesh has many lustful daughters with insatiable greed, like this horse leech of the proverb, and you must put to death these lusts. Riches will not satisfy the man who desires them until riches have destroyed him. Women will not satisfy the man who craves them until women destroy him, like they did Samson. Hate all complaining in yourself and others 
and learn contentment with thanksgiving for what you already have. The only insatiable appetite you should have is for God's glory and for spiritual blessings. If God himself is your desire and portion in life, he will cure your lustful cravings and bring contentment and satisfaction like nothing else in the world can give. Amen.